Chapter Fifty Three of the Social War of Nineteen Hundred, or the Conspirators and Lovers. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Meg Turasek. The Social War of Nineteen Hundred, or the Conspirators and Lovers, by Simon Landis. Chapter Fifty Three. Dr. Juno's Stirring Speech to the Secret Order of Naturalists Dr. Victor Juno promised to lead his men through these devil's ground, and on the night of meeting for that purpose, he spoke to the brothers of the Order of Naturalists as follows. Dear brothers, you all know what is incumbent upon every one of us in these troublous times when the leaders of piety meet in secret conclave continually for the purpose of subjugating those who behold god in nature and who recognize nature to be the language through and by which an infinite beneficent and immutable creator speaks to us in scientific arts it is time that we gird on the armor not only of defense but of aggression we have been stigmatized by these bloody conspirators as heretics infidels obscene libelists seducers of innocent women cheats profaners of the temple of god and in sooth epitaphs and acts have been heaped upon us in public private by pen tongue muscle and the knife yea dungeons and their concomitants were made the recipients of our bodies whilst we were robbed of every right that is inalienable to man and beast therefore as we have never taught nor practised anything that would injure or defile body soul or spirit of friend or foe young or old male or female the time has arrived for us to act bravely in the aggression until we strike terror to the hearts of these vile leaders of the blind whom these comparatively few demons lead on to the work of dividing and subdividing the holy church of god until hosts of mean bigoted sectarians claim to be the elect of god when they are the followers of false prophets false christs blind leaders and by deceiving themselves and are made the tools of the various cutthroats that ever disgraced god's footstool i ask each one of you then do we love our scientific progressive teachings and an infallible creator as much as these vile vipers do their master the devil and his work do we fear them who can destroy the body but cannot harm the soul of the just do we assume to be men whilst we permit these serfs of the devil to usurp all power on earth or will we strike for our rights our homes god and fixed law these few leading conspirators misguide and jeopardize the lives of the millions who believe them to be the oracles of heaven when they are the very ones who rob them of the knowledge of god's fixed laws deprive them of natural christian freedom 
and use them as the various dupes to carry out their own hellish work whilst they have no more love for them than imps have for angels i have thousands of times lain in my bed wondering how it was possible for these pharisaical leaders to hold the sincerely inclined religious people in such ignorance of god's hallowed laws and in bondage to sectarian monopoly god is generous jesus is generous nature is bountiful and by uniting all the sound sense that is contained in the bible we must conclude as rational creatures that salvation must be the acme of all the arts and sciences but yet the examples and precepts of christ who was the alpha and omega of obedience to fixed natural law are as nothing to the sectarian christians let us worship god as much as possible as jesus did by good works which centre in the improvement of the race the amelioration of those whom we are commanded to love as ourselves and let us comprehend that we cannot carry out that holy injunction until we make natural the habits of the whole people yes physiology must become the catechism of the nations brothers there were three kinds of slavery two of which still exist that must be abolished before our cause can have free scope first and least was negro slavery second social including martial and sectarian slavery and third and worst slavery of the eating drinking sexual and filthy lucre propensities the least of these three slaveries has been abolished by the sword the next to the least is the slavery of the wife to her husband who must bear his embraces children obey him but does not belong to herself nor own the property that she earns with her own hands yet she must nourish his children at her own breast and feed them whilst the man may be slave to rum tobacco licentiousness etc but the same selfish sectarian spirit that sanctions this social selfdom also enthralls its misled victim but the slavery that the order of naturalists aim to abolish is the king of slavery because it undermines the constitutions of the race so gradually that few can be made believe that it defiles the temple of god deteriorates the blood rots or petrifies the bodily tissues thereby scientifically hardening the heart causing the spirit of selfishness and the propensities of men women and children to master the moral nature of the race whose love is so cold on account of this worst kind of slavery therefore our cause which is so offensive to the bloody conspirators and their followers strikes at the root of all evil which when understood and adhered to will abandon of its own free accord 
the lesser evils and give each person capacity to master his own spirit when he and she will become bona fide legislators or voters and through love to god and mankind will govern everything with an eye single to god's glory thus the millennial dawn will appear and the image of god will be substituted for the image of the devil or image of ugliness and disease and love will be free amongst the inhabitants of the earth who will be slave to no seat that takes no private road but looks through nature up to nature's god pursues the chain which links the immense design joins heaven and earth and mortal and divine and knows where faith law morals all began all end in love to god and love to man in conclusion brethren let me reiterate that with these christ-like sentiments and right on our side we are clad in the armor of heaven hence knowing that we are right we can fight to the hilt if it be necessary to do so to abolish the worst of slavery the genuine christian will always sacrifice the good of the few for the many will sacrifice himself if necessary for the cause of god and his wonderful works and fixed laws therefore when we meet the foe to-night and danger stares us in the face remember that our cause it is just and this be our motto in god is our trust and the banner of freedom and triumph shall wave when our work is completed through god's power in the brave then onward and upward let your prayer of might be a bugbear of death to the bloody conspirators until they are ousted from their lofty reign of terror and are made to respect god's fixed law of nature or are degraded and banished from the field of human life end of chapter fifty three recording by meg Turisek.